Good morning, St. Michael's. Will you stand? Lord, we are just so grateful to be in your presence this morning. Our hearts are yours, Lord. Our lives are yours. Help us just to lay down all of the burdens, all the anxieties that we have. We open up our hearts to you just to come in and take over, Lord. We want to lay this down for you. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And blessed be His kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And as we prepare to celebrate the mystery of Christ's love, let us acknowledge our sins and ask the Lord for pardon and strength. Please kneel. Most merciful God, I confess that I have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what I have done and by what I have left undone. I have not loved you with my whole heart, not loved my neighbors as myself. I am truly sorry and I humbly repent for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ. Have mercy on me and forgive me that I may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution, remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Thanks. We praise you. 
Set us free, O God, from the bondage of our sins, and give us the liberty of that abundant life which you've made known to us in your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
children. Howdy. Cool. Totally cool. But bless these little ones, Lord, as they go to learn about you. Cause them, Lord, to grow to be mighty men and women of God, just like their parents. In Jesus' name, amen. chapter 6, beginning in verse 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim, each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the doors were shaken by the voice of him who cried out. And the house was filled with smoke. So I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken with the tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away and your sins purged. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am. Send me. The word of the Lord. This morning's psalm is Psalm 138. We'll read responding by the asterisk. I will praise you with my whole heart. Lord God, I will sing praises to you. I will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth. In the day when I cried out, you answered me. And made me whole with strength in my soul. All the kings of the earth shall praise you, O Lord. When they hear the words of your mouth. Yes, they shall sing of the ways of the Lord. Praise is the glory of the Lord. Though the Lord is on high, yet he regards the lowly. The proud he knows from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies, and your right hand will save me. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the works of your hands. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning. Is 
This morning's second lesson comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. Now, if Christ is preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some among you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty and your faith is also empty. Yes, and we are found false witnesses of God, because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he did not raise up, if, in fact, the dead do not rise. For if the dead do not rise then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then also those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are are of all men the most pitiable. But now... Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Luke. Glory be to thee, O Lord. St. Luke, chapter 5, beginning at verse 1. So it was as the multitude pressed about Jesus to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were, the, were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. 
So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. The gospel of our Lord. Praise be to the Lord Christ. I'm going to be seated. Thank you. I want to talk to you about a uh, subject that few of us uh, ever have an opportunity to uh, to deal with constructively, and uh, that's leadership. I think that every able Christian is called to be a leader. And if that's true, then we should work on being a leader, just like all the other uh, developmental issues of being a good Christian person. But even those who are called to follow are most likely called to lead. You look at the family structure, it's a perfect example of it. You see this little hierarchy that goes on. Uh, Dad's usually the final uh, judge on a situation, but uh, it may have gone through a uh, listen-to-your-older brother Oh well, you can't buy from him. Go to your mother, and we see we see that just part of life. In employment, it gets so many people into trouble because they don't realize the safety and the blessing that comes in submission to authority. Very often, they think. Uh, and may actually know more than those who they are supposed to be working for or serving. But what they don't understand, or what they do understand if they become successful, let me put it that way, I want to be positive. What they do understand if they become successful is you work for your boss. And the people above you determine what they want to have done and how they want to have done. And your job is to do it. The famous watchman Neep put it so simply. He said, hear and obey. And he was a real <laughs> uh, advocate of this. He uh, He often was found looking for people to obey. Others in the spiritual world, in, in the budding Chinese Christian world, who he could learn more from. And even if they didn't appear to know more, he f- realized that if he would cooperate with the Holy Spirit through those people, that there would be a blessing on it. It would be a blessing in it. Of course, you can't can't do that enough without seeing the success. In the uh, armed services, we call this 
rank. Rank. You may be a sergeant or a lieutenant, captain, major. It goes, it goes all the way up. But it's something we have to deal with in our lives, no matter how old we are. It seems it's hardest to deal in, in the adolescent and teen years. But then it can often come around to be a problem again once we have entered into the 40s, maybe. Yeah, if you're 40 to 50, a lot of times you start questioning authority, you start questioning things that people are trying to lead you into. But it doesn't matter. Even children develop this pecking order. What I want to talk to you about, though, is being a good or successful leader like Jesus. Here in the uh, gospel lesson, it's obvious that... Um, he has an interest in developing those leadership qualities in these disciples, such as Simon. We're going to see how that works in a minute. We could pick several attributes that make one a successful leader, probably. Uh, and for a few, it's very, very natural. They're just naturally good leaders. But I want to share two fail-proof ways to become and stay a good leader. The first and most important is dealing with who we really serve. That will be who has called us to lead. I remember in my early, early days in, in ministry, <clears throat> I had no intention of leading. I, I uh, came in with my own baggage of problems as, as I returned to the Lord as an adult. And uh, that, that was just, I was very, very blessed that God was straightening my life out and getting it in order. I'd be getting... To become very successful as a result of following his ways instead of mine. But uh, little did I know that uh, God calls us to lead others in the path. Now, all of you aren't going to end up as bishops. We'd have too many. But I guarantee you, each and every one of you are called to lead someone somewhere. What a wonderful opportunity that God gives us. I mean, can you imagine the responsibility we should feel for that? That he would share his kingdom and his people with us and give us the opportunity to, to lead others to a further 
journey in Jesus Christ. Oh, it's amazing. Amazing how many people run for it. Run from it, rather. So the first and most important is dealing with who is it that you really serve. And uh, it obviously has to be God. There are many leaders who have become very powerful, but were never, ever would meet the criteria of being a good leader. But if you have a foundation and you take a man who is a follower of Jesus Christ, you can take simple fishermen and turn them into extraordinary apostles. So don't ever tell me that God couldn't use you. Well, I'm too old now. No, you're not. Oh, I have trouble speaking. Well, Moses used Aaron. He thought he had trouble speaking too. Now, there's nothing that you can't overcome if it's Christ-based leadership. I guarantee you, where he guides, he provides. You know, Deacon Jesse's been doing a really great, great series. <clears throat> and he's built these this whole structure around love, the concept of God's love. And so that's where we begin. I think that the most important is to know who sent you. And secondly, that you must share the love for God's people that God has. Great leaders are godly men. But the one who serves God first is the smart one to follow. What would Jesus do? In His Steps, it was called. It was a simple book. It was actually came out in the uh, 1800s. And the question that this man, <laughs> Debbie, she's a student of it too, and she can't read it enough, Debbie. He he found the key to life. No matter what was thrown at him, he always knew what to do. He asked a question. What would Jesus do? Remarkable book. If you haven't read it, you've got to get it. It's so simple. All our young teenagers can eat it up very quickly. 
And it's something worth reading and reminding us over a year or two. Quick read, but oh my gosh, impactful. So let me challenge you with that. Great leaders are godly people. And staying close to Jesus is the key. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he that he stood by the lake and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. So Jesus is searching over watching for you, for me, for those he's called. See, God is for us. He's not against us. And so Jesus... What was he doing? He was observing closely their conduct, their attitudes, their ambitions, what they'd been told. He loves us in a way that we can't fully understand. But here Jesus has identified his own He knew them from their mother's womb, which they had no idea of this. They didn't know what they were dealing with. They just knew that that he was incredibly different and special. And his concern, which they must have noted immediately and over and over, which we often don't share, Is his concern is for them. To watch out for them. And to see them become all that they can be. See, they wouldn't fail if they'd follow him. It's just so much easier to try and work it out in our own strength, isn't it? I mean, at at my age, wouldn't you think I would have figured this out by now? (laughs) So when something happens, like, oh, my God, and I immediately start trying to fix it and saying, wait, how how did I get here, Lord, and how do I recapture this moment correctly? But no different than... You, some of you perhaps are smarter and you figured this out, but it's just a tendency of man. But they won't fail if they follow him. He said, you draw close to me and I'll draw close to you. Not draw close to me and you'll be close to me. No. He's... In that phraseology, Jesus is clearly demonstrating he's actively involved in this process. If you draw close to me, I will draw close to you. I'll do something. I will be actively involved in your moment 
the moment of your life and through your whole life. What a deal. Then, it says, he got into the boat, into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out from the land. Notice he asked. Would you have asked? I bet I wouldn't have. Jesse, I know what you need. Put out. But he wants us to get everything we can possibly get out of every situation. He wants every one of them to be a learning experience. Every one of them to be a growth experience. And the way that happens is getting your feet in the mud, getting your hands dirty, getting involved with him in that. We can cooperate or we cannot. But I'm challenging you to cooperate. Not to give up, not to sit down, but to be actively involved moment to moment asking Jesus. We can argue. We can simply turn him off. Or we can cooperate, which might involve even spanking. And he sat down and taught the multitude from the boat. And when he'd stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out in the deep and let down your nets for a catch. See, his chief concern, Simon the whole time, is fretting. We we got a real problem. We're fishermen, and we ain't catching fish. Jesus' real problem was feeding them the word of life, changing the whole paradigm, their whole way of looking at life, using the simplest things as the nuts, the boats, the fish, the loaves. Simon answered, he said, Master, we've toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I'll let down the net. Smart move. And when they'd done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were breaking. See, they had great faith, I believe, and Jesus believed in him. But he wanted to get them where they had great faith that they could secure God's favor and release. See, big difference. And that's the transition he tries to take us through all our lives. Hopefully with starting with little problems and as they grow teaching us how to overcome every one of them. Because greater is he that's within me than he that's within the world. And I can do all things through Christ 
who strengthens me. See how simple life can become? One minute they're in despair, and the next minute they're signaling for other boats to come them because they're going to be capsized and lose the boat because there's too many fish. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I'm a sinful man, O Lord. That's what's really neat about this incredibly interesting man, Peter. If you want to succeed, be humble. You can't go wrong. Because it's the humble who are exalted. And Jesus said to Simon, and he says to us today, you know, I got a call for the service from uh, Father Victor. And uh, KC's wife uh, has contacted the coronavirus. And uh, he's sharing symptoms. I guess he'll go get tested tomorrow. But uh, we want to hold him in prayer, don't we? But he had such courage. He had such faith. He's lived his whole life. Why would he change now? And Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid for now. Now you'll do what you were really born and created to do. You'll catch men. Sorry, Father Jim, but you weren't created to catch fish. <laughs> Although you do it. Hell of a job. <laughs> no, we are created for the divine purpose of assisting Lord God Almighty in growing his kingdom one by one. And I challenge you again. I challenge you anew. I challenge you to be that ambassador that he's called you to be. Never forget who we represent and bring the good news of the gospel wherever you can. Amen. Amen. Please stand. As you must be aware, I'm still having problems with my uh, my lower backs. So.
Keep praying for it. I don't need problems like that. What 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 in the world is this called? <laughs> oh, to be young again. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again, according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and is seated on the right hand of the Father, and he shall come again with glory to judge the living and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified. Spoken through the prophets. And I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins. And I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Brothers and sisters, Jesus intercedes before the Father for us. Therefore, we can approach his throne with great confidence for our needs and those of the whole world. That all who preach God's word will express with conviction and clarity that Christ has died, Christ has risen, and Christ will come again. Lord, in your mercy, the many will answer God's call to serve as priests, deacons, and in other leadership positions in God's one holy Catholic and apostolic church. Lord, in your mercy, that all who seek public office will acknowledge the law of God is above any human court or human law or court. Lord, in your mercy, that we will see Christ in the poor, the homeless, the imprisoned, and the unwanted child. Lord, in your mercy, that all who are sick will find their healing from God and their comfort from family and friends. Lord, in your mercy, that estranged husbands and wives, brothers and sisters, parents and children will humble themselves and be reconciled to one another, just as God reconciled the world unto himself in Christ Jesus. Lord, in your mercy, that those who have lost loved ones will find comfort in the promises of the risen Christ. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, hear the prayers of thy people, and what we've asked faithfully, grant that we may obtain effectually to the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Extend the peace of the Lord to those around you. The peace of the Lord be always with you. With your spirit. Amen.
a couple with us from uh, our sister church in Kansas City. God bless you for uh, coming and spending the time with us. I just uh, want you to know that uh, both your priest and your bishop there are two of my absolute closest friends in the whole world. What a great church that is. Well, amen. What's going on here at this church, Eric? Uh, well, we got all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, there's there's a bunch of uh, events coming up over the next couple months, but they're just like life of the church type things. And I just I feel like God, you know, as Bishop was talking about his leadership, part of that that helps with that leadership is being on the same page with the people around you and the people that you're ministering with. So these are just chances. Like I was just thinking there was a men's meeting a year ago, and at that men's meeting, not only did we do the different things we do as men and cleaning up the campus here, but I talked to him about us starting our, our home groups back up after COVID. And, you know, it got us a chance to, even if not every man in that group was going to be in the different home groups, they were on the same page with me and the other guys who were starting our home groups, and they were praying for us and believing with us. And if we weren't on the same page, we had a chance to talk about it. So there's there's a lot in these different events, a lot more than just the regular things that we do every time. But look look forward to the catechism classes that you're doing if you're a young teenager, women's meeting, men's meeting, ladies' retreat. And then coming up, we'll have... Uh, those things will lead into our Lenten events like the Pancake Supper and Ash Wednesday and the things we do during Lent. So just look out for all those things and try to make it when you can. Amen? Amen. As we prepare to receive the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, let us respond to God's word by engaging with him in musical worship and presenting to God our tithes and offerings out of that which God has given to us. Together, through Christ, let us continually offer to God the sacrifice of praise that is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name, but do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Chases me down, fights till 
receive the body and blood of Christ. This is the table of the Lord. It's made ready for those who love them, for those who want to love them more. Come if you have much faith. Come if you have little. You who've been here often and you who've not been here long. You who've tried to follow. You who've failed. You come because it's the Lord who invites you. It's His will that those who want Him should meet Him right here at the table. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. 
We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give thanks and praise. Father, all-powerful and ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. Through his cross and resurrection, he freed us from sin and death and called us to the glory that's made us a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people set apart. Everywhere we'll proclaim your mighty works, for you call us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with all the choir of angels in heaven, we proclaim your glory, and we join in their unending hymn of praise. Lord, you're holy indeed, the fountain of all holiness. Let your Holy Spirit come upon these gifts to make them holy, so they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before he's given up to death, the death he freely accepted. He took bread and he gave you thanks, broke it and gave it to the disciples. And he said, take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When supper was ended, he took the cup. Again, he gave thanks and praise. He gave it to them, and he said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of a new company, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Whenever you do this, do this in remembrance of me. Let us proclaim this mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ Christ is is risen. And Christ Christ will will come come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life-giving bread, this saving cup. We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and serve you. May all of us who share in the body and blood of Jesus be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world and make us grow together with our patriarch, Craig, and all of the clergy. Remember those who were sick, infirmed, in spirit, soul, or body. Especially hold up Father Victor and Casey, Connie and Susan, Serena, 
Sonja, Sandra, Tammy, Denise and Dan, Mario, the Marines and Sailors, Camp Pendleton and all of our armed forces. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and the broken. And as we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ to the world. Have mercy on us all. Make us worthy to share eternal life with the apostles and the martyrs and all the saints. May we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ. By him and with him and in him in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty God and Father, now and forever. Amen. Jesus taught us to call, to call God our Father until we have courage when we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Christ, our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Hallelujah. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us thy peace. The gifts of God for the people of God, take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on them in your heart with thanksgiving. Blessed are those who recall the Supper of the Lamb.
Let us pray. Eternal God, God Heavenly, Heavenly Father, Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us in the spiritual food, in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the battle and be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who wander through the world seeking the ruin of our soul. Remember the gospel, God was in Christ Jesus reconciling. Reconciling the world himself, not counting men's sins against him. He loves us. He's forgiven us. He's not mad at us. And he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake you. 
And the blessings of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you. Good name with you always. Amen. Still you give yourself away